Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy Whether one line is plot holes or gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy Can you guess which movie has two governors and 27 ice puns? Is it Chasing Ice? Nope. Uh, Governor's Pun is, uh, Jingle All the Way? Getting Colder! Ooh, that's good, right? Yeah! Alright, in this case, yeah. Um, Predator? Nope. Too warm for this one. Oh, God, no, is it? Yes. It is. Batman and Robin? Ding, 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 ding! (laughs) Take two of these and call me in the morning. Uh... Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Welcome to Everything I Learned From Movies. Yes, Uh, and today we'll be talking about the legendary sequel. Legendary. Legendary. Batman and Robin, 1997. (laughs) Why are we talking about this godforsaken movie? Somebody had to. (laughs) Because it's... The second sequel month. And this is probably the king of them. <laughs> Steve has been, like, itchy to watch his review this movie. Like, as soon as he came up with the idea, he's like, Oh, we gotta do Batman and Robin. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Um, Batman ball! But, but before all that, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Batman <laughs> oh wait! I mean, that I credit card never leave the game without it. <laughs> no, 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 that's not the name of the podcast. The name of the podcast is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. movies. And my God, to start talking about this movie, I need a drink. How about you, The stronger the better. <laughs> well, what do you have for we're us? We're gonna start off with something light here. Ooh. Uh, actually, it's from Talisman Brewing Company, a new brewery from my, my hometown of Ogden, Utah. Ooh. Called The Creation. And it's a crystal bison wheat beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, crystal wheat beer. Because, uh, <laughs> like, ice crystal. Like Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Or, like, the diamonds that he needs that his suit eats. His. <laughs> <laughs> It's so simple, sweetie. His suit obviously transfers diamonds into freezing energy. <laughs> Duh. Right? <laughs> Caster knows what I'm talking about. That is our fabulous podcast here to join us. Well, let me one moment and I'll uh, pop the top on the spear for you. All right. So uh, the label on the spear is pretty spectacular. It's oh. got the the, uh, the like famous painting of the two fingers reaching out and touching, but in their hands are beer. And pop. Mm-hmm. All right, this is a perfectly clear. (laughs) I am so professional. This is a no. It's actually isn't perfectly clear. It's a little bit hazy, kind of a dark straw color with a white frothy full head. Oh my man! Wait, I mean what? My head definitely (laughs) is full of myself. That's for sure. So <laughs> Oh, like this movie. Oh my god. Uh, we uh we freshly watched this movie. We're not relying on our memories for this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, because there are a few beers in. 
<laughs> Woo! Alrighty. Alright. So, mm. Batman and Robin, the summer blockbuster of 1997, uh, from director Joel Schumacher, who did uh, Batman Forever, uh, the, the previous entry in the one of the many Batman yeah. trilogies, quadrilogies that are out there. With uh, Val Kilmer and Jack Nicholson. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all what right. we all heard. And, so and it's not like it's documented on the internet or anything for no. everyone to hear. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if it's not on Wikipedia, it's not true. And I'm definitely not on Wikipedia. So, uh, real quick, back to the sphere. This is a really light, uh, refreshing beer. Yeah. It's almost got like a little bit of funk on it. Like it's got like a very, very light, like wild yeast kind of attribute to it, but it's refreshing. Seems you didn't catch that in his first sip. Gotta go back in for it. And as always, I'm drinking from my parrot, so ha ha! You get some of that like little wild yeasties? Yeah. Yeah, mm. it's like a, like a Hefeweizen, kind of. It's a little It's like a super, super crazy mild Berliner bite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A little, little, little lemon essence or something to it. Yeah. Yeah, just a little tart. So, sweetie, do you know other movies that Joel Schumacher has directed? Tell us, Steve, tell us! Well, he really burst onto the scene in the 80s with St. Elmo's Fire. Yay! Uh, then Lost Boys. Woo! Flatliners. What? Flatliners. What? Have you not heard of Flatliners before? The one where uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Julia Roberts... Uh, Kevin Bacon, like, it's a really big cast. Uh, they, like, uh, make each other die or something, go in the afterlife, but they come back, like, ten minutes later, and then they get, like, hooked on it. And we'll, we'll, we'll probably uh, have it on the podcast. As long as there are absolutely zero follow-up <laughs> questions, yes, Steve, I have watched this movie in its entirety, and I know everything about it. Uh, we also did Falling Down, The Client, Batman Forever, A Time to Kill, 8mm, Phone Booth, Bad Company, The Phantom of the Opera, The Number 23, and uh, of course that movie Trespass we watched with uh, oh. Nicholas Cage and Nicole Kidman. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so quite the diverse history in movie directing. Um, this though is the one he's remembered for. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> because he enraged everybody <laughs> with that <laughs> Okay, so going into this movie, I have to say, as somebody who just watched it, this movie is not as bad as I remember it being. Explain. Hmm. I was three beers in. <laughs> <laughs> that helped a lot. I remember this me- movie just being, like, ungodlessly egregious. Mm-hmm. I, as soon as it started up, I thought, you know, this is reminding me a lot of, like, Batman 66. Yeah, the 60s television series. Yeah. The super campy everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I'm talking, like, Adam West, like, carousel reversal spray, shark repellent. Sometimes you can't just get rid of a bomb. Yes. And if you watch it going in that way, the movie's not that bad. It's, it's better. I'll, I'll agree with that, because you yeah. mentioned that at the beginning. I started watching it with, with those set of eyes, as opposed to uh, 16-year-old Steve, uh... Who wanted something darker? I wanted something more Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I could see this being the favorite movie of like an elementary school kid. 
like like a like an eight year old. Yeah. For the first time, it's it's colorful and it's pretty. I guess. And it's got action and it's got stupid one liners that you could say at school and uh, be retarded about. Uh, that is so true. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Even that scene was not as egregious as I remember it being. Like, okay, it's stupid, but like the first time I remember like watching it going like, what? <laughs> remember, send all your hate mail to our uh, our iTunes account. Anything other friends? Just rate us five stars and then uh, leave a comment of how it is wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I can totally see that. But okay, so for those who haven't seen this movie, you've lived a blessed life. <laughs> Uh, this is the one where George Clooney played the role of Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Spoiler alert, Bruce Wayne is Batman. What? By the way, George Clooney makes a great Bruce Wayne. He does make a great he's, Bruce Wayne. He's charismatic. He's a playboy. He's good looking. He's smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he nailed that part of it. Yeah. Uh, there is also, uh, the top billing of this movie... Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. That's stuff Reeves. Whose makeup is awesome. Yeah. That blue, silvery skin. But, uh, I don't even know how they get in every nook and cranny of that thing. Well, and that's just it. Like, it's in every nook and cranny, but it's not showing off all his nooks and crannies. <laughs> True. Like, his, like, I don't know if it's like, it's like the blue man. Like, they just like, like, put some latex over him or something. Yeah, it's just, uh, I, I'd almost be interested enough to watch a special feature about it. I would not care. Oh, I would absolutely watch the making of Batman and Robin. <laughs> Where they get all the fireworks and the neon lights. Oh my god. I will see. All right. And the, the candid interviews with George Clooney where he goes, yeah, we're making shit here. <laughs> all right. I am going to go ahead and say this. I'm a fan of the fireworks for explosions in movies. Yeah. As long as the movie knows what it is. That's why I like John Woo films. John Woo knows what the fuck he's making, and he's like, give them what they want. Doves and fireworks. More fireworks and more doves. Flaming doves. Also in this movie, um, Chris, Chris O'Donnell as Robin, uh, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, and the introduction of Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. Yeah, Bandables! Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, so those are the main characters. Uh, also, you know, the usual, uh, Michael Goff uh, reprises his role as Alfred, mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne's main father guy, slash father figure. Father figure, Pat man plays. Gordon. Uh, Ella McPherson is Arm Candy. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> her name's Julie Mad- Madison. I think she has one line, maybe two lines. Well, because she says, oh, we're just enjoying sleeping together for now. <laughs> and then, you know, we've been dating a whole year, and I'm going to spend the rest of my life together with your money. And she doesn't actually say that, but that's what she <laughs> means. Uh, Vivica Fox is in this movie recently. <laughs> she has a good line, too. <laughs> Talk about your cold shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted more Vivica Fox. I wanted her to show up more. Uh, uh, and my, of course, my favorite one, you know, is uh, John Glover. Uh, he played <laughs> Daniel Clamp in Gremlins uh, Two. We talked about earlier. Uh, he plays Doctor Woodrow, uh, with, <laughs> and he has probably the greatest line in this whole movie. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid you have to die. <laughs> that is. I didn't know we had the recording going, honey. <laughs> It's a telling before you drop some drops in. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
So, uh, want to go over the plot of this movie? <laughs> and that's the plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're in Gotham, I believe. Uh, all right, well, it starts out they're at the Museum of Natural History or something because Mr. Freeze has broken in. Um, and uh, he's stealing diamonds from a there. Giant diamonds. Giant diamonds. For his, what, I'm guessing is a giant disco ball? Like, <laughs> like a giant disco ray, thank you very disco, much. Alright, the disco ray. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, yeah, Batman and Robin jump in, and then Mr. Freeze magically has a rocket attached to the back of his cruiser, which magically appears, and they shoot into space, and then he freezes Batman to the wall of the rocket, and jumps out, and, and climbing Robin's climbing up the side, the the side the their, their hearts are going to freeze in the atmosphere, and then they explode it with a bat bomb, and they surf back to Earth on the shards of the rocket, and... <laughs> and then they... And then they keep chasing them, and towards the end, he fires his little freeze ray and freezes Robin, freezes so then Robin. I have to save him instead of... By using a laser to stir some water inside... They were inside an incinerator that Mr. Freeze had frozen, so it became a giant snow globe. <laughs> oh, oh, she's not... <laughs> Just pulling the stuff out of her ass, ladies and gentlemen. This is like the first ten minutes of the movie. I'm trying to wrap my mind around. Uh, and by the way, uh, towards the end of the scene where he has to choose between saving Robin and catching Mr. Freeze, it's like that's why the new Batman uses guns because he could oh, just shotgun blasted Mr. Oh. Freeze. I'm like, yeah, now I'll save Robin. Oh yeah, no, Schwarzenegger <laughs> straight off is like, you have eleven minutes to save him. You chase the bad guy or save the boy Wonder. Aha. <laughs> And he's like calling him, and he's like, he's like shaking his butt, like, come get me. <laughs> and then he like freezes, like, like a little bye. window, and then like wipes the ice off it, and it's like, bye bye. Yeah, and so uh, so after that, uh, Batman wants Robin to do go back into a training module, and Robin's like, you never trust me, I made one mistake. And Batman's like, one mistake could kill you out here. And Alfred's like, except George Clooney doesn't even try to do the tough like Batman voice. He's just okay. like. No, seriously, dude, you should. One mistake will get you killed. I'm George Clooney. <laughs> I'm George Clooney. I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then we cut to the middle of the Amazon, I believe, where South America. South America. That's somewhere. all they say. And uh, there's a research facility where with a crazy woman, Doctor Pamela Isley, is trying to hybridize plants and rattlesnakes. Plants and uh, the most dangerous animals on the planet because the plants are going extinct and they need to be able to defend themselves from the ravages of man. Except for all of her venom samples keep going missing because her partner keeps stealing them and she, he won't let her in his wing. I forget what she calls it. Yeah. So oh, like the, oh, the Gilgamesh wing. Gilgamesh. Like, yeah. Gilgamesh wing. You're like, what? But then she decides to walk over there after what sounds like a good six months of him At least, stealing yeah. stuff. And he has the, like, evil villains of the world society. The, uh, oh my god, it was the, um, Ununited Nations. Ununited Nations, <laughs> that's it. And they're starting a bidding war over this 
Oh, and, and it straight up is like a guy dressed in pink and a guy dressed in green and a guy dressed in blue and a guy dressed in yellow. Oh, no. And there's like the Arab dressed guy. There's yeah. the Asian military dressed guy. It's, I yeah. love 1997. Oh, <laughs> pre 9 11 bad guys. Um, and the secret um, mystery uh, person on the phone bidding in for mm-hmm. this super soldier serum or whatever called Venom, basically. Yeah, and so they pull out this uh, poor struggling guy, they strap him down, they in- put a hood on him, they inject him full of venom, and he magically becomes... Bane. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, as John Glover puts it, Bane! Because <laughs> <laughs> honey, like, by the way, honey, I'd like you to do the rest of this podcast in John Glover- Glover's voice. <laughs> okay, so then... Uh, uh, God, I, I can't keep that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, you uh, tried. So then, uh, Miss Isley comes in like, what are, you, what are you doing? You can't give it me. Yeah. Take over the world. And he's like, oh, excuse me, one moment, gentlemen. I have to uh, take care of this. No. And he drags her back, basically back into her bedroom and then <laughs> does the infamous line. <laughs> he's like, just think we can be in this together. Yeah, we can find all of our research, and she's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna make sure you, you teach fucking high school. No, no, I'm gonna discredit you, and nobody over here you get the plans to take over the world. I'm sorry you have to do that. You have to die. No. Yeah. And he like throws her a table full of chemicals, and then she gets like knocked <laughs> out, and then he's like, "Yes, the chemicals will take you back into the earth yeah. that you love so dearly." Chemicals will just back into the earth and let you came, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? And she just sinks into the floor and disappears. Uh-huh. By the way, with vines wrapping around her, so like, I mean, if I was like a mad scientist, I'd be like, "That's a little bit strange." <laughs> I would have made notes, especially if I had seen all the experiments and stuff that the doctor was doing in Gremlins too. Like he obviously yes, had. right. <gasps> oh my God, is this the like, Gremlins three? Daniel Ooh. Clamp got all of his funding because you know obviously. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll talk about it. Later. <laughs> <laughs> he goes off to be a doctor. Or is this the precursor? Just before he funds Clamp with all of his experimental research and selling the super soldiers. And we had all the research from. Dr. Christopher Lee. Ah, ah okay. I see where you're going. Alright. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about that man. We <laughs> <laughs> do this and, every time. And we are about 12 minutes into the movie right now. Time <laughs> to talk about other movies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, this is the introduction so yeah, of the Poison <laughs> Ivy. Long <laughs> story short, yeah, Mr. Freeze, you have Poison Ivy. They're trying yeah. to take over Gotham for very mm-hmm. different reasons. Mr. Freeze wants diamonds. Uh, to, to power his suit, because as long as his suit is powered, then he can continue his research to reawaken his wife, who has Disney disease. No, oh, he, he's getting all of the big diamonds so that he can get a super freeze oh, ray yeah. and hold the city of Gotham ransom for the billions he needs for his research. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that'll work. Well, because after you've held the city ransom as a public figure, you can go and do your research in peace. Well, obviously he's in a super secret hideout, which is the snowy ice cream factory. Oh my god. By the way, if that was a real ice cream factory, that is the scariest logo for an ice cream factory, like, ever. Like, that is scarier than the Burger King King. That's pretty scary. 
<laughs> the snowman is horrifying. You know what? It's true. Horrifying. That's like Jack Frost horrifying. By the way, that apparently <laughs> that place does actually make ice cream, as we see later in the film, because Robin gets knocked into a vat of, I'm guessing, is mint chocolate chip, because he does not turn into the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, battles ensue, trying to get diamonds, and Poison uh, Ivy uses pheromone dust to make Batman and Robin, blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh by the way, Alfred ha- Alfred's going to die. Alfred has Disney disease as well. <laughs> Same Disney disease as um, Mr. Freeze's wife, yes. but not as bad. He only has stage one, which only like makes him bedridden. Mm-hmm. And, and his niece comes to town, played by Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Uh, um, Who, by the way, is super cute in that. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, fresh off Clueless, and mm-hmm. I think she retired. I'm assuming she retired after this movie. I don't know. I don't. Well, anything. honestly. I bet between Clueless and this movie, she has enough residuals to be fine. Because as bad as this movie is, we've all watched we've it. All <laughs> she just rolls around in piles of cash and laughs. Uh, so yeah, eventually the Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy join forces, and Bane is basically Poison Ivy's Bitch. right hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Her spin Olaf Larson. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Basically, she's just like, Bane, darling. <laughs> do my bidding. <laughs> I like it. Ooh. Oh, my God. It just it just dawned on me. So, Bane was created from Venom, right? Yes. Poison Ivy was created from Venom, right? Yes. That means she can give him a blowjob and he won't die. Wow. <laughs> This is just dawned on you. That's great. <laughs> That's why he does all her bidding. Uh, it's not the pheromone. Are you saying it's your cup point. is empty over there? Because, uh, no, it's so full. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even reached the bottom yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, 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 that makes sense. Oh, yeah, Poison Ivy's lips have venom in it. Right when she kisses, kills them and makes them, like, rot immediately. Yeah, except, she, for except for Bane, who apparently she made can just him. give BJ's all <laughs> damn day, and he'll just be flexing <laughs> <laughs> his muscles and stuff. <gasps> wow. <laughs> the, Chris, the Christopher Nolan version of this movie would have been way different. <laughs> you want to see that happen, don't you? <laughs> yeah, a lot more. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, um, fuck. <laughs> what keeps going on in this movie? They keep trying to get diamonds, and then and Robin keeps showing up and keep fighting each other. Little marital spats, as you know, oh, a, ma- sh- a man and his young ward would have. <laughs> oh, they straight up fight like an old married couple. <laughs> Will you qu- please quit yeah. leaving the toilet seat up? <laughs> oh man, you never trust me. Yeah, I should be able to do what I want. I'm a great man. Well, if you stopped wearing boy shorts, maybe I would. Maybe I like wearing boy shorts. <laughs> Get on your motorcycle and follow me. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, are we going to Turkish bathhouse? No, it's been taken over by this buying lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Turkish bathhouse bath house by myself then. Alright, enjoy. <laughs> okay, a note on the Turkish bathhouse. <laughs> We're not even joking. It's with the ladies uh, hideout. <laughs> She ri- it's originally like boarded up mm-hmm. oh, and covered in black light paint and black lights. I, I'm not gonna lie, I was thinking the scene, but 
Bane rips open the uh, boards, and there are blacklight people living inside. Exactly. It's like a, it's like one of those uh, Day of the Dead <laughs> groups, but like trying to be a gang or. Whatever. No, you know what they look like? <laughs> they look like the Sith Lords, like at a rave. Oh, <laughs> Darth Molly. <laughs> Hello, my pretty, pretty, pretty. Get her! Sparkly! So, I, I don't even want to talk about the rest of this movie. Just know that it is ridiculous. There's um, bat nipples. There's bat cod pieces. Uh, there's bat butts. There's more bat nipples. There's Bat ice catamarans. There's yeah. <laughs> there's the the Robin um, uh, swamp boat. Uh, air, oh, airboat. Airboat. He's got an airboat. Yeah. Uh, like uh, there's the Bat Girl. Um, black light paint. The Black Girl uh, snowmobile. By the way. Julio. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh my God. This movie is over the top, and yet still, man. Excuse me. This movie is not as bad as I remember it being. It, I, there, there are some things I admire in it. The set pieces, as fucking ridiculous as they are, fantastic. I mean, yeah. I mean, the 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 Gotham is like they have the giant, the very giant Greco-Roman statue things that are kind of like. Everywhere. Wait, are you meaning to tell me Joel Schumacher's name? No, but but like everywhere, and like the bridges and all that, like the it's Gotham, cool. the Gotham Observatory. If that was a real structure, it's oh, basically yeah. like a 15-story man sculpture, and he's holding the observatory in his arm. Yeah. That would be like the most spectacular, like, eighth man-made wonder of the world. Yeah, that'd be like up, up there, probably above like the Eiffel Tower and, you know, Empire State Building and all that. It put Lady Liberty to shame. As unfeasible to me, but no. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, and yet, like, their freeway, like, wraps around, like, a giant man's head. Yeah. <laughs> and his like, broad, muscular shoulders. And, and they mm, run the down his throbbing veins. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, but, yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't uh, know what we're talking about, pause this podcast right now and go watch this movie. Yeah, it's, it's an experience. The dialogue is horrible. Oh, yeah. uh, every single line is basically if you're explaining exposition to a six-year-old. Um, no, a six-year-old cat. Alright, Chester. You get all right. So there's a car. Do you know what the car is? Mm. A big vroom vroom. <laughs> yeah, he's just staring at her dumbly. <laughs> because you have to have the inflection of an Uma Thurman. Hello, Caster. So my plan is for the plans to take over the world. <laughs> Using venom and my mystical powers of Woody. He's now looking places that it's, Steve is yeah. incredibly jealous of. <laughs> yeah, see? I've reached him. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's both distracted and aroused. <laughs> so yeah, Batman and Robin, it's it's fucking horrible. But, uh, okay, so I remember the first time I watched this was opening weekend, 1997, oh, with my family. There was one person person in that crowd that was enjoying the movie. Was it your mom? It was my dad. Oh, my God, really? Every single, like, Schwarzenegger, Ice Pun, and everything, he was the only person in there 
laughing, and he was laughing boisterously. So much, in fact, the people in the row in front of us at one point, around a date or whatever, mm -hmm. I was like, excuse me, could you, could you, because he was like, ah, ha, 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 ah, ah, the ice man cometh, you get it? Because he's ice. Uh, the guy's like, hey, could you mind just, like, taking it down a notch or two? And he's like, careful, little boy, I bite. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm just like, oh what the fuck is going on? Am I not going to get in a fight with someone at age at Batman and Robin because <laughs> he's enjoying it and everybody else is not? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's one of my great movie-watching memories with him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love your dad even more than I did before, <laughs> right. and I can picture yeah. this like a hundred percent. He used to say, "No fight happens." It was just like everybody was like, "Oh, what is this? This, this is not what okay. I want." Okay, was this during his coke days as well, or is it? I think I think just during it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't be a hundred percent sure on all that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. If you were a betting man. <laughs> if I were a betting man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, there is definitely some things going on. Oh my uh, god. So yeah, check out this movie. If you haven't already, just watch it with just watch it the same way you would watch the old Batman TV series. It'll be more enjoyable and you'll see just everything is just so over the top and ridiculous yeah. and nonsensical. And it's like, okay, that's what they were trying to do. I get that. Whether they were or not, we're just trying to give the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so, one of the things I actually do really like about this movie, as you were saying, the like over-the-top sets, the over-the-top characters, it feels very 90s. Mm -hmm. I kind of miss that. <coughs> yeah, there's mm. some stuff. Like, yeah, you know me, I love movies from the 90s for a wide variety of reasons, <laughs> mostly that they seem ridiculous now that I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, um, but... But still, there's yeah, something still. fun about the ridiculousness. There's something fun about there just being black lights everywhere, and like just everybody's hair like is obviously just like crazy ass wigs, and, and there's the, the outfits are all different colors just, and, and matched together like quilts and different layers. Yeah, there, there's something that feels very comic booky about it that really, really I really enjoy about it, and I don't. Just movies just aren't like that anymore. Everything sure. is trying to be very real and very gritty and dark. And I kind of love that this is just stupid. And it knows it's stupid. And it plays up to the stupid. Yeah, oh god, it does. It turns it up to 12. It goes yeah. past 11 straight to 12. I mean, they're surfing on rubble from a rocket screaming cowabunga. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve... Physically, it looks like his brain hurts right now. <laughs> but there's something, like, great about a movie that's just like, yeah, we did that. Yeah, absolutely. There's also something great about a movie where George Clooney had to pee himself in his own suit. <laughs> <laughs> and then also refunded people, refunded people's money who went and saw the movie. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Tell me there's not something, like, great about that. Oh, there's something fantastic about that. It could be like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, here you go. You caught me. <laughs> I would like to make a movie that made enough money to where I could afford to refund people's money and, like, not be broke. <laughs> Indeed. Well, on that note, yeah, go check it out. Or not, whatever. Oh, no. I recommend checking it out. Check it out. You'll have more, you'll have fun. I would recommend this over Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. 
Sweetie, would you like another beverage? Mmm, maybe. What do you have for us? Let's see, I got something. Ooh, another Utah beer from Uinta Brewing in Salt Lake City. It's Baba Black Lager. Yeah. Black like the night? Like the dark night? The dark night, night yes. <laughs> I make jokes like Joel Schumacher movies. <laughs> Everyone hates me right now, don't <laughs> they? I took up over beer so I can pour it. <laughs> over beer. Mmm, <laughs> rocky beer. That was the pour, by the way, not just us uh, tapping out. Mmm, <laughs> alright, so this is a dark lager. Hey, guess what? It's dark. It is like pitch black. How dark is it? <laughs> it's so dark. Um, it's got a dark, khaki colored head. And like I said, this is like a black, black beer. Mm -hmm. This is blacker than my black sheep I used to raise. Hey, fun fact, I used to raise black sheep. Nice. And really, they end up being like chocolatey brown. Oh, chocolate. They're not that delicious, honey. I'm sorry. Oh. He took the first sip. And? Nice new lager. Something <coughs> chocolatey. You know, a little bit of caramel. Yeah. A little roastiness to it. Yeah, get a little coffee off of that. Kind of like an espresso bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Pr it's pretty dry. It's mm -hmm. not like super sweet or anything. Yeah, almost lager is pretty fairly dry, but nice little hop meal. Yeah, it's like a... A little bit of hops in it. A little roast to it, yeah. Not not super hoppy by any means. Yeah, it's hard to tell if that's the hops or the roast that you get mm -hmm. in bitterness off of. But, yeah, very refreshing, easy to drink. You get in trouble drinking this beer. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have any fun facts for? for us? You know I got fun facts. Woo! <coughs> um, unfortunately, this was the final film appearance of Jeep Swenson. He's the uh, wrestler guy who played Bane. Aww. And it had, uh, well, one of the top lines in the movie that he said. <laughs> Ooh, it's almost like he's here in studio with us. <laughs> oh, my God! He goes to Jeep Swenson. We're being haunted by a wrestler! Yeah! As you mentioned at the top of the podcast, Mr. Freeze has 27 ice puns. Yeah, he does. You... I feel like the writers of this movie spent like an entire weekend like away <laughs> at some sort of summer camp Drinking writing stop. all of the puns. And like, how are we going to work in the movie? I don't know, just put it all on paper. We'll get it in there somehow. Um, so you mentioned George Clooney was uh, Batman in this movie. Uh, there was another person who was contacted about being Batman, but had prior engagements. Oh? Sir David Duchovny. Oh, man! We missed him? Yes, we missed out on that, unfortunately. Ooh, uh, wait, real quick. You talked about uh, Mr. Freeze's ice puns. Yes. Is he uh, or something? I just found an article here. <coughs> Mr. Freeze's puns range horrible to most horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet article, you're welcome to uh, to look them up. If you'd like me to read you some of them, I can. Oh, sure, me too. Why not? So we have things like the Iceman, comma, yeah. everything freezes. Tonight, hell freezes over. I'm afraid my condition has left me cold. Pure please of mercy. All the way to let's see, let's get up to some of the uh, the most horrible. The most horrible. Tonight's forecast. A freeze is coming. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Not true. 
<laughs> Let's kick some ice. <laughs> oh. And then uh, some bonuses here. Of course, as mentioned before, um, this is Fox. Patrick. Oh, shoulders. And of course, Batman to Mr. Freeze. Hey, Freeze, the heat is on. <laughs> uh, here's something that will make you cry in your beer. <laughs> um, Arnold Schwarzenegger yes. worked six weeks on this film. Mm-hmm. He was paid $25 million. That is almost a million dollars per ice pun. Oh my god, I would get paid a million dollars per pun. Maybe that's what his contract was. It was, uh... Oh my god. I, uh, the first two puns, you're, you're paid nothing. Everything after that, one million dollars. And he and was like, I'll, I'll go get you this, this. Someone gets me an Eskimo comedian. <laughs> <laughs> How many words do they have for ice? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Mr. Schwarzenegger. Somebody got me an Eskimo and a Tassadis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Schwarzenegger. They're referred to as Inuit Americans now. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to do. I want to put the pun in you with the script. <laughs> I believe we owe him a million dollars. Charging. Jesus. Um, and uh, February 2010, Empire Magazine. Had an article, the 50 worst movies ever. Mm-hmm. This was number one, of course. <laughs> oh, there are worse movies than this. Name them. Uh, I'm going to name one that we just did last week. Blues Brothers 2000. Uh, that at least had a good musical number or two. I would watch this over that. Yeah, probably. Uh, I know it wasn't made yet, but... Bucky Larson, born to be a porn star. <laughs> I would watch this four times in a row before I watch that again. Before you actually watch <laughs> We fast forwarded to it. It was so horrible. <laughs> we watched... That movie was, what, like an hour and a half, two hours? Mm-hmm. It was fairly long. Uh, I think we watched it in, like, 24 minutes. We only watched it Christina Christine Yeah, no, there's, there's plenty worse films than this. Uh, Jack and Jill... Basically any Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> Basically any Adam Sandler movie after uh, Happy Gilmore. I'm gonna go ahead and excuse. Um, oh goodness, the one about the dream. Bedtime story. Bedtime story. That is a better film than it should have been. So, so you don't agree that it's the worst movie ever made? No. Okay. You've never seen a. Um, uh, Santa Claus versus the Martians with a mostly midget cap, have you? I'm sure that was a, a mentioned on there in the top ten somewhere, but no, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, okay, so the thought of is one of the worst movies ever made. Mm-hmm. It is also Warner Brothers' highest grossing movie, both domestically and worldwide. See, how can it be that bad? Mm-hmm. 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 So yeah, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. What the hell, oh my god. What did we learn from this movie? What did you learn from this movie, Sexy Dan? Uh, I learned Ronald Schwarzenegger made $25 million. <laughs> and he earned every goddamn sandal according to his makeup. Yes, he did. By the way, his suit weighed 75 pounds. Which they had is like 10. George Clooney's outfit weighed 90. The bat Which suit... Which to him is like 250. So <laughs> his suit was 50 pounds and the cape was another 40. That girl in what? bed. 
And uh, Robin's outfits were each 50 pounds a piece as well, because they were all just molded rubber, which is why they had to pee in them, because they could get yeah, them yeah, off. Yeah. Well, yeah, the nipples just right. Oh my god, the nipples in this movie. So what I learned from and this movie... So, oh, yeah. And they still can stop the ears from flapping at the end? Oh my god, that is the worst part of this movie. That's the worst part that of is this the movie, wor too. They're walking off in slow motion, and the bat ears are wiggling. Oh. Cowabunga or no, I will credit card. That. I will even excuse that because that was put in there to be stupid. I'm afraid you have to die. <laughs> That's amazing and you know it. It is, it is. But I'm here. So you know what I learned from the TV, honey? Plants benefit from black lights. <laughs> right? <laughs> they grow like nobody's business. Everywhere there are black lights. Plants grow like, uh, like six inches a second. And there are plants that grow from glitter. Yes, plants grow from glitter. <laughs> also, you can grow vines from uh, what I think were fava beans. They're magic beans. They go all the way up to the castle in the clouds. And you find the golden goose. Ah, but that's another tale. <laughs> and then Bane ate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Ah, shit, he steps on it. Growing <laughs> boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are going to combine all of the Batman movies that we have seen thusly. Bane is created by a mad scientist uh, in South America. Well, apparently Batman is in the basement with Broken Back. Because isn't that like what happens in the Dark Knight series? Like, Bane is created and then... Like tortures Batman. I no no no. No, Bane's the one who breaks his back. Oh. Ah. Okay. I feel like you may want to watch that movie for the first time. I have seen <laughs> that movie. It shows. It shows. Yeah. I may not have been sober, but I have seen that movie. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So Bane went from the first character to break the bat to this movie where he grunts and. Chauffeur's placing my appear around <laughs> in a trench coat and die. To be fair, he's getting laid a lot more in this movie than he is in the Dark Knight series. That's true. <laughs> all, all those poison ivy BJs, apparently. <laughs> That's uh, the only reason why I can see Bay doing this, right? Yeah. 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 Alright. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, also, fun fact about this movie huh? that you left out. So there's a scene where um, Mr. Freeze is caught and put in jail, and they put his ice suit in a in a locker, a police locker, basically. Oh, goodness, yeah. And they put him under a freeze beam, yeah. so he can't escape. That that freeze is Um, yeah. So Poison Ivy uses her alert and her poison lips to basically kill all the guards and get in and free Freeze. And asks Bane to go and retrieve his suit. He rips the back wall off the police locker. And there, in that scene, you can also see the uh, the Riddler's outfit. And Two Faces outfit. Mm -hmm. So obviously they're at Arkham Asylum too. Obviously. Obviously. No, wait, Two Faces guys. Not they in this movie them. yet. They did. Tommy Lee Jones. Remember the ah, falling and splash in the corner. Well, his, out, in his, his outfit was in his outfit was in the uh, evidence room police locker thing. True. Somebody else was wearing it. Anyway. I bet the Joker borrowed it. <laughs> I like this guy with Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody, I'm doing it. 
under arrest. No, no, I can't be arrested in this moment. <laughs> I don't want to cry. Let me get my suit. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I want to be arrested naked. <laughs> no, never go catch me. <laughs> Somebody's gonna go. I don't want to touch that. Mr. <laughs> Jay, slow down. <laughs> Come on, honey, to the show copter. <laughs> Oh, fuck, we're amazing. Alright, well. We tell the hard stories that nobody has to tell. <laughs> <laughs> These are the hard-hitting movies that nobody's had the balls to make. That's right. Burton, Schumacher, Nolan, Snyder, Conjuring. fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all put to shame by the Conjurings. <laughs> With, with special consulting from Frank Delray. <laughs> <laughs> and John Woo. Well <laughs> <laughs> <Raw> done. <laughs> I need John Woo special effects. Uh, man, now! <laughs> All of the fireworks. Alright. So on that note, <laughs> of Joker running, screaming, naked through the streets of Gotham with the police kind of circling him because no one wants to touch him. <laughs> because he was wearing two face suit making fun of him and he doesn't want to be arrested in that outfit. <laughs> I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm Missy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. It's a great night, everybody. Night, everybody. <laughs> Stop, Mr. J. No, 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 stop. <laughs>